Welcome to this Bravely Being You podcast, recorded live on one of our Sparkle School classroom calls. Each week, intuitive feeling type women share what it's like to be a small and mostly invisible minority in a sensing majority world. Many of us suspect that we're incredibly smart and creative, but we can't always find the words to say so. We sense that we're meant for more, but too often settle for less. These are just two of the many challenges that are constantly shifting in the back of our very complex minds, like the ever-changing sparkles in a kaleidoscope. At Bravely Being You, we embrace our complexity and sensitivity as rare, intuitive-feeling type women. Enjoy. Good morning, everyone. This is Martha, and I want to welcome you to our Sparkle School call this morning. Misha and I are here filling in for Shayla this morning, um, who will not be with us this morning. And... Um, I wanted to let you know that she wrote the top of call from a personal experience that she had last week. So as I read it, it will be my voice, but her experience. So again, welcome to Sparkle School, where together we access our innate intuitive wisdom as unique and self-valuing women and share who we are becoming in a safe, sensitive community. Last week, I was waiting for a doctor's appointment. And as I often do, I took advantage of the downtime to catch up on pop culture by leafing through a few magazines in the waiting room. One particular article caught my attention because it focused on women in positions of power. I'm always amused by the surprise expressed in such articles about things that seem obvious to me. In this article, it was revealed that women in power, whether in professions, businesses, or politics, generally care most about matters that affect the health and welfare of people and of families and communities. Well, duh, I thought, of course we do. For as long as there have been women, we have cared deeply about such things. In fact, until fairly recently in human history, the welfare of family and community has been the main thing that women have cared about. We give birth to children, and we want to see them safe. We foster the health of our families, almost without even thinking about it. But what about our own health? How much do we care about our own physical, mental, and emotional well-being? How comfortable are we with the very real fact that our ability to contribute to the health of our children our families, and our communities is greatly impacted by the condition of our own life area of health fitness. As you know, in recent weeks, we've been using as our lens the life area family, and in particular, family of origin, through which to explore the other nine areas of life that we work with in Sparkle School. This week, we focus our family of origin lens on the life area of health fitness. In our childhood, each of us was exposed every day to the health and health habits of the other people in our first family. Probably without realizing it, we picked up beliefs about what it means to be healthy, as well as attitudes about whether it is important to even focus on being healthy. Our parents, siblings, and other close family members modeled for us how to think about our health and what to do or not to do about it. One way or another, most of us learned that it is important to eat healthy foods, 
and get plenty of exercise. Whether we were schooled in health at home or in a health class, at some time in our childhood, we learned that getting enough deep sleep is essential if we want to feel good and be healthy. And as an aside, of course, it is also important to know the genetic makeup and health history of our parents and grandparents to to inform our own health concerns over time. Some families are very health conscious and others, whether or not they have healthy habits, may not focus on health and fitness very much at all. Unfortunately, far too many families harbor addictions to things like caffeine, nicotine, alcohol, and prescription and recreational drugs. These mood-altering substances have their positive uses, but when they show up in families as addictions, they challenge the ability of the entire family to develop habits that promote physical, mental, and emotional health and fitness. A truly addicted adult will actually sabotage the physical and emotional health of the family in order to maintain their addiction. Often, addictions are passed on to the next generation, and even when they are not, the patterns of shame and denial that accompany addictions are passed down. That means that we can reach adulthood without a clear awareness about what it means to be healthy or what is required to be proactive when it comes to health fitness. So it is very useful to be curious about how the health and health health habits of our family of origin might still be impacting the choices we make and the actions we take when it comes to our health fitness. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to explore further, download powerful self-reflective journaling prompts for this episode at the bottom of the page, or find the corresponding podcast number at bravelybeingyou.com forward slash podcast.